6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, let's get back into it and taking a closer look at what that municipal election in the fall could be like. As I mentioned, uh, 10 people have thrown their hat into the ring for the mayor's chair. John Brennan is an Edmonton-based political analyst and commentator. He follows this very closely. John, welcome to the show. Hi, Jalen. Great to be with you. Great to be with you as well. John is getting pretty crowded in the race for mayor. There's some uh, pretty big names in there as well. If we look at Kim Cruschel, Mike Nickel, uh, Michael Oshry, Amarjeet Sohi, Diana Steele, Cheryl Watson. Um, your thoughts on what you're seeing so far and how this could shape up? Well, it's a very diverse field, as you say, Jalen, and, and it's really exciting and, and a positive development for Edmonton's uh, municipal election that we've got such an interesting field of candidates for the mayoralty. I think Amarjeet Sohi announcing today was sort of the last shoe to drop because he was the last big name we were waiting to see if he was going to enter the race. And now that he has, I think the field is now set. Do you think that uh, Mr. Sohi, being a former uh, cabinet minister in uh, the Trudeau Liberal government, will, uh, will hurt him in this? Well, it'll help him and hurt him. It gives him more experience because he, he now has experience in government at two levels, both at the municipal level when he was a city councillor representing Ward 12, you know, in southeast Edmonton from 2007 and 2015. But then also four years as an, as an MP and a cabinet minister in Ottawa also gave him experience at the federal level. The downside for Amarjeet Sohi is that, you know, that both the federal Liberal Party and just and Trudeau are very unpopular in Alberta and I think that really hurt him in the fall of uh, 2019 when he was running for election but now that he's back to municipal politics I think it won't be as much of a hindrance because he's not going to have the tag of federal liberal cabinet minister or Justin Trudeau as like a albatross around his neck so actually I think it'll, it'll actually help him now that he's back on his own. John, it's interesting. You look at this uh, list of uh, names, uh, you know, running for mayor and uh, some with a lot of really great experience on council in business. I looked at the voter turnout for the last uh, municipal election at 31.5 percent. Um, how how much of a concern? Um, and I, I, I'm going to say it like vote splitting, um, but I'm not sure that's the right word. But uh, you have a lot of really impressive candidates. You know, people are going to be saying, okay, do that. Uh, I'm going to put my vote here, put my vote here. We might not see one go uh, far and away like we have in the past with with, uh, Don Iveson. So with that many good candidates, how important is it going to be for them to get their message out and their message out properly and then get their supporters out? Oh, it's going to be hugely important, Jalen, and it's going to be difficult as well. You know, we've never had the circumstance like we have now in Edmonton of a municipal election campaign during a health crisis, during a pandemic. So it's going to be, you know, the campaigning is going to be very different from all the elections I've ever been involved in in the past. You know, candidates aren't going to be able to meet with large groups of people. You're not going to see the usual speeches to community groups and groups like Rotary Clubs. 
So, so much of this campaign is going to have to be done online and through social media. You know, the candidates' websites and, and trying to get their message out through social media. Because even the ground campaign, and that is when volunteers come around and knock on doors, that's going to be limited, and you know, at least until things get better with the pandemic. So there'll be things like leaflet drops, but, you know, you're going to have to have a lot of volunteers to be able to get leaflets out to all the households in Edmonton and also to get the signs out to people who are willing to have them. I think this campaign being so much different than any campaign I've been involved in in the past, it's really going to be an air war campaign and that means candidates trying to get their message out through mainstream media, you know, like 630 Chad and Global, using advertising, advertising on you know, various networks and, and social media platforms. And if you can recruit the, the volunteers, having people do phoning, you know, the old traditional phone banks. Uh, joined this afternoon by John Brennan, who is an Edmonton-based uh, political analyst and commentator. He has worked uh, with two former mayors. You've worked on numerous campaigns. John, I appreciate your time and your insight this afternoon. I'm wondering, you know, you talked about, um, you know, campaigning during a pandemic. For whomever ends up in the mayor's chair uh, leading the city post-pandemic, that is going to be a huge challenge uh, for whomever that person is what will be their their main goals what will what what will they have to be you're absolutely right Jalen this is going to be the biggest challenge facing the next mayor and the next council right now you know the city has seen really trying times in in the last couple of months and even in the last couple of years the pandemic has certainly exacerbated things but right now you know Edmonton has amongst the highest unemployment rates in the country last month it was at ten and a half percent there's a number of small businesses that are just hanging on especially those in the hospitality industry you know restaurants and bars hotels anything involving tourism the performing arts you know there's a lot of households that are hurting out there and a lot of small businesses so it's going to be really important for the next mayor and council to be able to deliver city services in an effective and efficient way without raising property taxes at least if they can do it for the next couple of years until the pandemic is over and the economy has recovered so that's going to be a real challenge the budget is going to be a huge challenge you know and and it's really going to foster debate of you know back to basics the whole issue of fiscal responsibility versus the tax and spend city building that we've had literally for the last 17 years under Stephen Mandel and Don Iveson. So that's going to be a big feature of the debate in this campaign. Can the next mayor and council, you know, bring fiscal responsibility back to the city, run an efficient and effective city without increasing property taxes? One other thing I, sh- I should mention, and I know you've talked about on your show, Jaylin, a sleeper issue out there is the crime and safety issue and yep. the future of the police budget. Yep. And, you know, this has been in the news a bit. You remember last month the council approved most of the recommendations of the community task force report on community policing, but they didn't address the issue of the police budget, and that issue is going to come back to this council, I believe, in June. And I think it has an opportunity to be a real sleeper issue in this campaign, the whole issue of the funding of the police in the future and whether or not to agree with the community task force of actually reducing the police budget over the next five years. Great points, John. I look forward to chatting with you again down the road as we move closer to Election Day. Thank you for this. You're welcome, Jaylen. It was a pleasure to be with you.